Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Is toxic diet culture taking over your life? Do you struggle with sticking to your fitness goals? This episode is for you. Chloe Bromage, online coach and Instagram's number one hype girl, is on a mission to change the way we perceive our body, mind and spirit. Her infectious energy will get you hyped to take on any health goal, big or small. Chloe, thank you so much for joining us on Some Would Say. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Our pleasure. Now, we're going to ask you the question that we start with all guests. If we were to take you on a night out, what is your DJ song request and why? And what would we order you to drink? It would either be Club Can't Handle Me by Flo Rida or something Black Eyed Peas, I would say. Drink-wise, I don't drink very often, but it's probably a chili mango margarita, if so. Lots of mugs getting thrown so around. Spicy. Mango, did you say? Yes, Ooh. if you've never had one. 11 out of 10. No. And also love the throwback to Black Eyed Peas. Yes. Some like boom, boom, pow. You can't go wrong yeah. with that, really. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is like the, the people coming, like the young people coming up now, like if Black Eyed Peas put out another song, I don't think they have for a while, but no. they're going to be like, who's Black Eyed Peas? And I'll yeah. just be like. It's what like do you retro. mean? I know, it's which retro. is shocking. Like, what? I know. No, this, no. Is like this is this is legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about who Chloe is and your upbringing? Yes, the upbringing I like. So, um, my name is Chloe. I'm 22. I'm an online personal trainer. Um, I am from the Central Coast, so in between Sydney and Newcastle. And then I moved to Queensland when I was 18. Absolutely love it here. People I've met have been awesome. Location is fantastic. Um, if you have not seen me on Instagram, I am often referred to as Instagram's hype girl because my personality is just like super vivacious and I am really enthusiastic and really excited and I think that's often what has sold me in my business but also I think yeah it's just it's just who I am and have been my entire life and if you like seriously look at photos of me when I was younger when I was brought up I have always been very emotive very excited um and I'm really grateful I think bring it back to upbringing of having a mom that really embraced that personality about me like she was like just be you have fun and live your best life um which is pretty cool considering I'm the eldest of six kids so oh my god yes yep so a lot of us wow yep I love that I love that especially because like females well not often but like females are often told to be like quiet and yes. like you know what I mean like, or like you're being a show-off like yes. chill out yeah. yeah and that was something that I had to deal with to be fair more into my adult life and particularly for men a lot of men don't love confident women and that's not necessarily to say all men are bad because I don't think that but it's just yep sit down be quiet do what you're told and I definitely learned very quickly that a lot of people think confidence is arrogance and that was something that used to really upset me because I was like I'm just really excited to be here like <laughs> oh my gosh I can relate to that so much like I'm I've grown up with a big performance 
performing background yes. and all through school like I know there are always people that are like oh Lara like loves being the center of attention yeah. I was like no guys you don't understand it's yeah. just who I am yeah. and I just love like being out there and confident yeah. it's there's such a difference between the, the two yeah and yeah and I think yeah just removing that stigma would be nice but yeah as you said it's, it can be hard yeah, yeah. So, Chloe, talk to us a bit about your fitness and health journey yes. and how it has changed over the years. So, I, I was pretty active from young. Like, I always danced to gymnastics like a lot of girls do when they're younger um, and always just really enjoyed moving my body. Like, I was even that kid at school camp. Like, I remember coming home and, like, Mum, they only had Cocoa Pops. Like, I want Wheat Bix and I need vegetables. Like, for some reason, when I was a kid, I really just was kind of already quite in tune with my body. Um, so, I definitely always led quite an active, healthy lifestyle. As a kid, my mum very much encouraged all of us to do something that we enjoyed. Um, going into a teenager though as for a lot of females did it fell into that trap of like exercise and eating to look a certain way rather than doing like it for enjoyment so I was even saying to someone like I found a Pinterest board that I had when I was younger every single photo was just like a green kale smoothie Nike pro booty shorts and every girl's oh legs was like stick thin like that was what I wanted and that's what I thought you had to look like and so I even remember I was saying to someone as well I very much love weight training now and love that sort of, you know, style of training. But when I was even a teenager, I was like, oh, you can't weight train because you'll be fat, carbs are bad for you, all that sort of stuff that still comes up now. So it definitely, you know, now I can say I have a very healthy relationship with food and exercises, which is fantastic. But at the time, you know, I think I definitely went through, like a lot of females do, a lot of self-esteem issues, a lot of body issues, which is quite sad. Um, you know, went through my ups and downs, but now I'm at a place where I feel comfortable and it's, it's an enjoyment. Yeah, I feel like... Um I feel like when I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of, like, information about weight training. Yes, it was no. always, like, well, we grew up... How old are you, by 22. the way? 22. 22, yeah. yeah. So you're <laughs> a couple of years younger than us. But, like, I grew up in the time of, like, Tumblr and, like, yes. skinny models and, like them going for a run and all this stuff and like that's all I knew no, yeah. I just knew that you could go for a run and like ride a bike yeah. but I didn't know you could like lift weights no. or like you or know the girls I mean? were even allowed to yeah and it was always like the cross trainer or for me it was like bikini bodyguard and the hit and that stuff came out when I was like 16 yeah. and that was that was all there is yeah jump squats and like star jumps and burpees that's yeah. all I knew yeah yeah so true yeah because obviously you're an online coach now yeah. so your health and fitness journey you ended up becoming a PT yeah like how how did that progress that was a hilarious story which I love to tell it's one of those things that I'm I'm so passionate about reminding people to follow their passion because when I did pretty well in high school and I graduated all that I was going to go to Newcastle uni to be a dentist right because wow. that sounded like a really good job it paid lots of money my family thought it was great and then I got to a point where I was like why the hell am I doing that I don't want to do that like that's not fun that sounds so boring to me and I have no interest in it and it was actually, I went on a Europe trip after I graduated school for four weeks by myself. And it was in that trip that I met so many people who did so many different things. And I saw like a little pockets of the world and I was like, yo, there's so much out there. And why am I like going to go to a uni right near my mum's house? So I came back. I was like, mum, I was home for five days. And I was like, mum, I'm moving to Queensland. She's like, what the hell? Packed my tiny little Suzuki drove all the way up to Cabarita Beach, if anyone knows where yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah, we grew up near yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I ended up in like a little house and whatever and was like, all right, what do I like doing? Ended up going to Kingscliff TAFE to be a PT instead and that kind of like unfolded through there. So wow. kind of twisted turn of events, but I loved it. And it was one of those things that I was like to my mum, she wasn't very happy at the time. And I knew it was only because she wanted the best for me. She didn't go yeah. to uni. She did a lot of things to please somebody else, not herself. So she was like, oh my God, but when she saw how much I loved it and what I was able to create to myself purely just from choosing something that I was passionate about. Like, she was like, oh my God, like, that's that's it. That's what mm. you do. It's whatever makes you happy. It's mm. not for money. It's not for anything else. Because 
in my own belief that is if you enjoy something and it's authentic to you you can find a way for it to make you money yeah like it doesn't matter whether you're the ceo or you're a trolley pusher like at the end of the day if you're passionate about that you do it yeah do it and love it so yeah so So true i actually just went down for my friend's birthday to casuarina which is like so right in the middle right next to yeah but um, they're all lawyers yep. and they were just talking about like they really want to get out of the profession and it's so not what everyone thinks. Like yep. it's not like suits and like this no. big posh thing where you're like just loving life. Everyone wants to be Harvey Specter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And even like talking about money, like they were saying like you earn fuck all yeah. when you're starting out. Yep. And even even when you're not starting out, the way to make money is you have to be working 80 hour it's weeks. weeks. Yep. And it's like, who wants that lifestyle? No. And like, the cost of your family, your relationships, your yeah. mental health, your like health in general. Like, yeah, I actually saw a guy who was starting to be a lawyer. He was in his last year of uni and he already worked so much. Mm. And all that. And he was already like tired and didn't have time to go to the gym or like make healthy food. And I'm like, you're not even in the job yet. And you already don't, yeah. you know, you can't exactly write like, what are you, what are you giving up in order to have that job just for a fat paper like pay packet totally yeah it's worth it to me. yeah and like the work as well like are you actually like you said are you passionate about yeah. that yeah um yeah it's crazy i'm sure there's lots to be passionate about being a fitness coach yes. what is the most rewarding aspect about coaching others for me personally it's it's giving them space. What I have learned through a lot of people is not a lot of people in their life ever from whether it's um, a family relationship or a friendship, whatever, are given space just to like feel their feels and do their thing. So for me, if I'm able to create a space for someone to open up about their body image, um, their, you know, whether it's anxiety over um, nutrition or going to the gym and then us being able to work through that and seeing them create the lifestyle for themselves. And I think I should like put emphasis on it. Like they do the work. I give them the space and the tools. Yes, but they have to be willing to put that in. And it's so rewarding rewarding watching someone go like I wore the shorts I chose a healthier option at dinner or it can be the other way and someone's like I ate the pizza at dinner I got I, I chose ice cream after and I ate it and I didn't feel guilty about it that stuff like honestly sometimes like brings me to tears because it's like I was able to give that gift for somebody else mm. to go and live a healthier happier life in whatever way that looks like to them because it does look different to everyone yeah I think that's so important that I love that the industry's changing now um you know, it was very black or white, particularly in like the PT sense. It yes. was like, no, you have to eat chicken, you have to eat broccoli, Ugh. like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, like the industry is just changing, and like yeah. you're bringing your flair to yes. the industry. Yeah. Um, can you talk to us a little bit? So, what is an online coach yes. like for anyone that doesn't know, and what does it entail? Okay, so for me, because I am only a qualified personal trainer, so in Australia, that's your three and four in fitness. I do all of my um, like PT online so essentially it's like a platform um like a company thing that i use that allows me to write programs for um girls because i specifically work with females they get to have their program on there so they go to the gym i can give them guidance they get their tailored program to them um they do have some nutrition guidance because i'm capable to give some not all um and then essentially it's just like a cheaper alternative to having that one-on-one PT session, but they can do it from their app and from their phone. So mm-hmm. someone that's usually a little bit more competent and going to the gym, you know, by yourself, but you don't really know what to do, how often to do it, whatever. I'm just able to give that them that guidance through an app. So Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and oh sorry no you're right I was gonna say why so you were a PT yes why the change like that was due to the spicy flu um oh, so true. in COVID yeah when all the gym shut we were like true. all every PT was like uh what, what am I gonna fun? do now yeah. also my biggest 
you know, upset for that was that I'm like, people's mental health, they can't go to the gym, they can't be active, oh my God. And I had so many clients that did depend on their activity for their mental health. And so I was actually in America at the time that COVID happened, I had to come back and I was like, oh my God, what the hell am I gonna do? And so I had like seen online coaches before, had no idea. So I just tried it and was like, some of my clients, I'm just gonna chuck to online, see how it goes. Some of them had equipment at home. So because I can tailor their programs, they had a skipping rope and a dumbbell, I just made their program with that. And it actually went a lot better than expected. when I was like, oh, hang on, like I can do this from home. I can do this for people that are stuck at home, stuck in isolation, depending on where they are in Australia and because Queensland, New South Wales, like WA everywhere was so different, depending on their lockdown, I could tailor it to them. People loved that because they had equipment at home but didn't have access to a gym. So it almost like blew up because of COVID in the end, funny enough, but then it's just stayed consistent because I'm able to have clients all over Australia, which is awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. I feel like so many people really had to pivot. Like you had to pivot and make it work during COVID. And there's so many people I know that made so many fantastic choices because they were stuck in a like do or die situation in COVID Mm. that I'm like, you wouldn't have done that. Unless, unless, unless this forced. happened, yeah. unless you're forced. And I'm like, I think so many people, it did come out so positively. I know for a lot of people it didn't, mm. but yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So love it. Oh, good for you. Thank you. What are, what are some of the challenges that come with being an, an online coach? For me personally, it was because I was so used to being in an environment with people all the time. If you meet PTs in general, we're people's people. We love it. We can be up early. We, you know, you have to have mm-hmm. high, energy, high energy, whether it's 4 a.m. or 8 p.m. If you're not on your game, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're not made for this job. So totally. for me, I was in an environment with people who wanted to be healthy and fit all the time. I was in that. And then I was at home five days a week by myself yeah. going, oh, my God, what am I doing? So it was really hard for me to focus at home. As well as it's really hard to switch off. I found anyone that works on social media kind of knows that in general. It's like your phone buzz, buzz, buzz all the time, whether it's Sunday night, whether it's Tuesday at 4 a.m. or midnight, someone's texting you, emailing you, calling you about something. So for me personally, that was really hard to know when to like set those boundaries, when to turn my phone off Um, and also when to know like to draw the line because you can only help people so far Mm. over the phone. Like when you're in person, you can point this, do that. You can show them. So it was also having to pivot my own. A lot of people think it's a lot easier than it is. Oh, you just write a program and chuck it to them. It is that, but it's also a lot more. It's dedicating yeah. time to someone else. I do like phone call check-in, so I dedicate a lot of my time into calling my clients or FaceTiming them um, and all that. So that, yeah, pivoting kind of what I knew as a PT online was a lot more challenging than even I expected. Yeah, yeah. so true. Now that you say that, because I often look at online coaches and I'm like, oh, such a smart business yes. decision. But it's also like it comes with so – like another kettle of fish yeah. you know and what yeah. I mean like yeah and even I like I said even I surprised myself because I the same thing I was like oh they just live in the dream yeah and I'm like here I am at like getting phone calls from clients at like four o'clock in the morning and I'm like oh my god like so you have and again if you don't set those boundaries for yourself yeah people are going to take free reign of that why wouldn't they 100%. so I was like it was also a good lesson for me I think I had to learn a lot about boundaries for myself for my relationships and for my business I'm like no you have to set business hours mm. you have you're allowed to turn your phone off you don't have to be accessible 24 7 to people yeah. and that's you know and you'll be better at being able to support people when you put those boundaries in place like yeah exactly and that's what I learned as well yeah I drove drove myself into the ground and experienced burnout in last year purely because I was like here you go everyone have all of me yeah Yeah. hang on (laughs) and because you were trying to survive like you were trying to make your business work yeah so you wanted to give it yeah everything everything. Yeah. yeah I think when what gets tricky about that is like sometimes it'll be after business hours or the ones we set for ourselves and then we'll feel okay. We'll be like, oh no, I'll reply to this email. But the second that you like Dive fall in. into those habits of then you have to actually just go no. Yeah. Even yeah. if I feel up for yeah. it, the point is yeah. that 
you know, this is a no-go zone now that it's past this time. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like almost a good lesson for anyone that needs to have boundaries in their life in general, whether it's self-care or relationship or friends or family or I think a lot of people, especially I think because a lot of us, you know, do work on social media and a lot of people are in that element because you're used to being so accessible to people all the time and even just iPhones and technology in general, people just forget like, oh yeah, like you say, I'm allowed to switch it off. I can actually watch TV without Mm. my phone. I can eat a meal without looking at my emails. Oh my God. Like, and you know, yeah, I think it's, it's a good lesson for everyone. Yeah, definitely. I switched my phone off on Sunday that has just gone, like when we were away. Yeah. And I didn't even notice that, like, I didn't have my phone with me. Like, it's the f- most freeing feeling. Yeah. And yeah. especially being on holidays, too, it's like, I don't want to be on my phone. Like, I want to be, like, enjoying yeah. time, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just highly recommend anyone to, like, do a bit of a digital detox yeah. and, like, reduce their social media time in particular. Yeah. And in the morning. Yeah. That's massive. Like, if you can get up and, like, if you do exercise or whatever and eat your breakfast and do it. Remember, like, you don't go to work most people till 8 or 9. If you cannot look at your phone till then, it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you don't start your day off with, like, massive spikes of cortisol, stressing that someone hasn't liked your photo yes. or, like, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That's the issue. I think people think they're relaxing when they're scrolling on their phones. Yes. But, and you may feel like you are, but your brain isn't. It's, no, no. It's, like, yeah. different. You know, when you read a book, like... It's a very different... You might think, oh, it's the same as strolling on my phone. It's a very different type totally. of relaxation. Yeah. 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 I say it's that so to important. Mitch all the time because he'll sit on his phone in bed. And, like, when I go to bed, I put my phone out here. Yep. And it's, like, I don't touch my phone nah. from, like, 7 or, Onwards. like, 8. And I'm, like, just read a book. Like, just relax. He's, like, no, I'm chilling out after work. Like, I just want to scroll. Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, what does no. that give you? Yeah. <laughs> and Apple's kind of good now, though, because you can set the time limits yeah. on the apps. You can do your Do Not Disturb. And they even have the section for, like, work and all yes. that sort of stuff. So it's getting better, but it's still also having that self-discipline to do that. Mm. And funny you say that, like, yeah, even I'm really big on, like, self-care you time and dedicating a lot of time to, like, learning about yourself. Mm. And I made a post on Instagram talking about that, saying, like, sitting on your phone at home isn't you time. Yeah. Like, you time is going to do something for yourself or like self-reflecting or like whatever it's not it's completely different yeah so 100%. so true yeah speaking of socials and social yep. media um you speak a lot about diet culture yeah. on your instagram and can you explain to us like what this is and why it's something that i guess you're so passionate in raising like in just talking about and starting the conversation about diet culture i mean it's gonna have a different explanation to everyone but it's essentially like the idea that what you eat how you move what you look like is more important than the self than the soul than you know your physical and uh, mental health right Mm -hmm. so yeah for a lot of people as you know it's more about like being skinny is idealized carbs bad for you it's all that kind of thing that all goes into one of like everyone you know keto and everyone has different ideas in my own opinion Health and fitness is so individual because at the end of the day, it's whatever works for you. Mm. You know, most people know whether you've yo-yo dieted or done a fitness plan that you don't enjoy or all those sorts of things. If you've done that and not been able to stick for it, like stick to it, it doesn't work for you. doesn't mean it might not work for other people. Mm. Um, and I think the reason I'm so passionate about talking about it and kind of myth busting all those sorts of things is because I fell for it when I was 16, 17, 18, and it had such a massive impact on my mental health and my self-esteem and in the weirdest kind of way, I think about like all the little me's and I'm like, how many people and the little version of me, if I can just catch and help Mm. that if they didn't have to go through that, how much better their life would be. Their quality of life would be better. Their mental health would be better because they're eating better and they're moving, but in a way that suits them. 
Yes. You know, and then obviously, you know, there is a substantial amount of evidence. Obviously, as we all know, eating vegetables is important. There's that stuff that matters. But at the same time, like, people get so caught up in, like, is high protein better? Is high fat better? Is high carb better? Mm. Do I run? What's better for fat loss? Do whatever suits Mm. you. Yeah. At the end of the day, because that's what's going to make you happy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's all about that intuition. Yeah. Um, I like the thought of... um, you know, rather than thinking of it as restricting, like, what can I have? Like, what can I have more of? Yes. yes. That's better. Yes. Like, what can I add into yes. it, my existing diet that's going to, like, give me more fibre, yeah. more nutrients? Exactly. It's all of that. And that's yeah. coming from a place of self-respect rather than from a place of low self-esteem and self-hate. Mm. And so exa- I love that because, you know, adding to me, it's a plus, it's positive. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, and that's why I say start with all my clients. Okay, what extra fruit can we add? What extra, veg- like, vegetable can you add? How many extra cups of water? Yeah. Um, how much extra sleep can you add? That's stuff does so many wonders for so many people's lives what's the point of yeah. taking away yeah, yeah. And you, it's so easy to do too like I've started trying just with my avo on toast in the morning like I love coriander and I might yeah. just add a little bit of like chopped coriander on top getting my greens in my yeah. dark leafy greens or yeah. herbs you know yeah. like that's so many easy ways that you might not think of to just or throw it in a smoothie you can't even tell that like there's a big bunch of spinach in there, there. Yeah. Yeah. you know all those kind of things like yeah. you, you think you just have to throw a bunch of flavorless veggies on a plate but yes. it's not like that anymore no. but that's even that for again diet culture was there was like a hate on sauces and salad dressings for ages I'm like okay but in the grand scheme and I like <laughs> yeah. to look in large I'm like okay don't look in six weeks because nothing is a six week fix look in 12 months if that 12 months means that putting a bit of extra sauce of salad dressing on your vegetables and on whatever else you have is going to mean you eat, eat the, the healthy meal then yeah. just bloody have it so yeah like okay rather than like you say eating carrot and just go like this is disgusting and then what happens then is people then will go and binge <laughs> on this and that and whatever and it's like yeah. you could have just had some tomato sauce on your beans if that's what you really wanted yeah. and moved on yeah. and not thought about it then you're creating this the, the salad dressing is the devil like oh, it's I know. the thought process to me is the devil instead food marketing honestly like don't even get me started it blows my bloody mind it's almost like they're like well you know if i if i can't have the sauce i won't have any Anything. of the good yes. things and it's like well don't my mum always says don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. like yes. you don't don't throw all the good stuff out yes. like just because the rest of it has i don't know but what's yeah. really sad and again with diet culture and in the health and fitness industry industry at the moment and in in general it is getting better but people always have like you say the all or nothing approach to it it's either i'm going on a six-week shred and i'm not going out i'm not drinking all the vegetables all the meat all the protein no carbs this and that or i'm just going to not bother at all and it's like not enough people celebrate the happy medium. Yeah. If you walk and go to the gym twice, three times a week and you eat your vegetables every day, oh, trust me, you're winning more than most people do. Yeah. You know, because what I find, especially again with social media and diet culture, it's glorified to be, a, you know, a size four, a size six. It's glorified to have, you know, greens powder and, you know, do three sessions a day, um, seven times a week. And it's like, why can you not just be the middle ground? Yeah. Why can't you have fun and enjoy pizza and wine on the weekend? Exactly. But then have your vegetables and you you know I just I don't understand yeah and like life's meant to be enjoyed too like it's not this fucking brutal thing where you have to like slog it out like you're meant to enjoy yes life and I feel like that's diet culture just like fucked everyone's mental health it did (laughs) and like and their priorities and what they wanted yes 
Um, and like it still does. Diet culture still exists. And but it's, it's will forever, I think. Yeah. Because it's like that thing that sex sells, people sell, women sell. So there's always going to, someone's going to be put on a pedestal. Really, no matter what they look like, it's going to change as it has over the years in yeah. general. Yeah. But I think it's always going to be around. And it's, it's just about people, you know, listening and us as well, being conscious of what we consume. And like mm. we just said about not scrolling in the morning, what does your feed, and again, it feeds you in, in one way or another, your Instagram feed or social media feed feeds you. And what is it feeding you? Yeah. Is it good quality? recipes and, and you know workout videos and fun quotes and things that build you up and add to your life mm. or is it things that bring you down yeah yeah and, and trigger you and, trigger, like, yeah. Yeah. and I even say like what I think that I give to my clients all the time I'm like it doesn't matter if they're your friend your family medal or like a family member or a model with five million followers if they don't make you feel good about yourself unfollow them yeah and it has nothing to do with that individual as a person it has nothing to do with them it has you and your nature and your energy and if you're you know that's a way of protecting yourself and like you say not triggering yourself mm. and anyone in your life whether you have to follow unfollow them or not if they care about you and respect you, they're not going to care if you unfollow them. They're yeah, really not going to care. Exactly. And it's something that we always say, like we did a, what was it, a breakup podcast, I think? Yes, you did. I listened and to I, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, did you? I did. <laughs> um, we were saying like, if you don't want to do the unfollow and it's too harsh, like just mute them. Yeah. Like muting is like the best thing it ever, is. I swear. Yeah. Or I'm like, I'm all for like block that and get rid of it. Like don't see it, you don't know. But it, it can be hard. And like you say, if yeah. it's a mutual breakup as well, yeah. Move on. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Chloe, for someone looking to get started in the gym yep. or lead a healthier life, what are some tips that you give to clients? You're not going to like this. <laughs> it's just start anything, whether it's like – it depends – on the self and I and I'm really big on self-reflection because some people are like extrinsically motivated so meaning they're like motivated by things mm -hmm. so so it's like if you know that like buying a new pair of active wears make you want to go to the gym in the long run go buy the shoes and the cute shorts and go to the gym yeah. it, you know buy the runners and a lot of people go oh but I can't spend a hundred dollars on runners but it was a hundred dollars you're going to put that at the cost of your entire health for your entire life yeah. small things like that making small changes as we spoke about before doing the all or nothing thing don't do that you know go in and go i'm going to go for one walk per week this week and next week and then if i can up it to two walks heck yeah i'm going to do that if that's for some people signing up to the gym go and sign up to the gym and go to one group fitness class if that's drinking a little bit of water like it's it's so many small things. And I just say like, it's called habit building, I believe, where you just build on habits mm. one by one. And habits take a time to build. And what a lot of people forget is it's the consistency. Everyone wants to do something perfect once and mm. think, heck yeah, it's awesome. I'm like, no, nope, if you can do something consistently, 60 to 70% of the time, but you do it all the time, all day, every day, that is far better for you than doing 90 to 100, but doing it once a week. Yeah, yeah. so true. So I often think about that like in a work sense, because yes. some days I'll be like, I'm going at 100 million percent. <laughs> and then the next day I die because I'm yep. so exhausted. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I just need to learn to do it consistently. Yep. And like, I don't know, it's hard when you're kind of starting a business, you feel like you want to put everything, every bit of your soul into it. Um, but... Yeah, there needs to be a level of boundaries, yes. like we were saying before. Yeah, and I think even just understanding yourself, like, you know, again, excuses come up. And I always say what you're resistant to is what you need most in your life. No matter what it is, yeah. if you're resistant to something, it's probably because you need to do it. So for a lot of people, when I'm like, oh, I can't get up early in the morning, I can't do this. I'm like, if you know that you you know can't work out in the afternoon because you're too tired from work you need to you need to slot it in somewhere you need to have that like you say those boundaries for yourself and go I know that when I get home at five o'clock there's no in hell I'm going to the gym so just set your alarm half an hour early and I even say just wake up 
You don't have to go to the gym. If you really struggle to get up and do any form of movement, just wake up and get out of bed. Just start by doing something because sitting back and saying, I can't and going, no, it's all too hard. That doesn't get you anywhere either. Just waste your energy saying you can't. So, you know, I always say it's like hack your own mind. We all have excuses we make. We all know those little things that we do that probably aren't beneficial for us. So that's for me. I always have to work out in the morning because I know that if I leave it to the afternoon, there's no way in hell I'll do it. So. Yeah. And it doesn't take long for our, like, I think circadian rhythm yes. to get kicked in. Like, um, even I've just noticed I've been setting my alarm at six after not setting alarms for a while. And it's so fast how quickly your body mm-hmm. learns. So I've been waking up five minutes before my alarm. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah. you forget that. You forget that your body remembers. And just little things like your brain is so easy to impress. Like, if, if you after, – after I had COVID – I struggled to get back into exercise and I was like, I'll just do some really gentle yoga and some gentle walks. And at the time of doing it, I was like, oh, this is doing nothing. But it was that momentum of Mm. like, oh, I did that yesterday, so I better do something today. And it's the consistency of doing it. And it's really, it sounds simple, but it's it's as simple as it sounds. But exactly right. And that's what people forget though. People leave this, like people always go, what fat burner can I buy? What, you know, like I said, it's the all or nothing thing. What this is. And it's like, go back to the basic stuff that we all know. Back to basic. Exactly right. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. And even small thing about setting your alarm for the morning, put your phone, as we spoke about before, away from your bed. If you have to get up to turn your alarm off, you're going to be awake. Yeah. If you put it next to your head, you're going to snooze. Even I do it. Snooze, 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 yeah, snooze, yeah. snooze. <laughs> get yeah. up, you're going to wake up. Yeah. I love to do something that I actually enjoy. Like yes. I genuinely really, really enjoy yep. doing as soon as I wake up. Yeah, I love that. So whether that's like going for a stroll to get a coffee yeah. or like... I don't know, something that just like excites me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same with any sort of habit that I want to bring into my life. I love like writing things down and having like cute aesthetic things in my life. So if I can like tick something off or like, you know, yeah. just make it more enjoyable for yourself. Absolutely. I feel like that's where habits like start to flourish and having a routine like i for most people ticking things off because like you say your brain is easily easily pleased if you give it the space to be tick things off you feel so accomplished go for it or like wake up tick go for a walk tick drink one cup of water like that's what i do for my clients in our app like i literally put small things like that and they love it because they're like when you can see it Mm. being ticked off and then again it's just the habit of doing it every single day little by little and it's not like 800 things it's three things Mm. yeah so we are simple yet complex beings. Yes, we are. Right. Right. Take a box. We're like, oh, I am doing the right <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and plus, like, exercise, people think it just has to be, like, you know, weights or hit or whatever. No. You can go, if swimming's your thing, like, you can do oh that. Yes. If dancing's your thing, you can do that. Like, people forget. I think I forget about that all the yes. time. Look, and there I are different ways to move. Yeah. 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 I saw a Gymshark event that you guys went yeah. to. Yeah. And it was so cool to see, like, just all the different athletes in one, like, event. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, she's like a gymnast and she's like this. It's, like, really inspiring that they're that they're niched out into their own thing, but they're still, like, this fit, like... Coming together. ...healthy human. Yeah. I don't know. And I say that to people all the time. Like, you know, you come... People come and I want to I lose weight, I want to do this, I want to do this, and then I'm like, what have you been doing? Running. But I hate running. Then why are you running? Like, you know, like, seriously, like, people make it... Like you say, we make it also can make it really hard for ourselves, and I joke about, like, twerking in the kitchen is still a form of exercise. Like, find what it is, whether it's dancing, whether it's riding your bike. Like, people also underestimate the power of just walking and, yes. like, you know exercise that doesn't feel like exercise just park at one end of the grocery store and walk to the other end of the shopping center like there's small things that you can do that can keep you healthy keep you on the ball and active that doesn't have to feel like oh my god i've got to go to the gym yeah, yeah. i feel like this is where social media has like made fitness a bit of a trap because it's like 
or you have to be lifting weights. Like you have no. to be. It's like the whole yeah. diet culture again. Yeah, it but is. It's, and diet culture, yeah, diet culture and done does also entail specific exercise. And as well, what I get really upset with because bodybuilding, and again, it's a fantastic sport. I admire anybody that does it. However, it is still eating a ridiculous amount of food that goes against your intuitive, you know, mm. to then starving yourself to an, another extent. And what is so sad for so many young females and males, because males also deal with such a large issue with body image. They just don't talk about it as much. Yeah. Pretty sure I read multiple studies that said it was pretty much 50-50 on par wow. as far as anorexia and bulimia and all those things. Males just don't talk about it. Yeah. So they still have, and there's plenty of men that I know that you know are quite lean and quite small and they struggle to gain mass and they're so insecure about that. But because social media and from you know the industry that I'm in, all these athletes, which is fantastic still, but, you know, are glorified as being lean. They're not lean all year round, but all they yeah. do, you get these influencers with multiple platforms and all they post is images of being lean all yes. year round. So people think, like, how do you do that? That is not attainable for most people. People that want to live a fun social life, people want to enjoy the exercise. And like I said, you know, doing a few things per week, if that's what you enjoy mm-hmm. and you don't have to look a certain way. Yeah. That's not what it's about. Yeah. So true. I love that. Preach, <laughs> girl. It is. I'm like, I'm like, it's my favorite topic. Oh, oh so good. Um, well, uh, do you have any goals that you've got in the pipeline that we should be aware of that we can know first? Any like personal goals, business up? goals, like whatever, whatever. Yeah, both. I'm excited. So Brooke um, is a is a girl that works for me. Um, so like Health Hyped is essentially my online coaching brand and I love it because it's all about, because I it's my enthusiasm spin to it because I am so hyped, but I want to hype healthy for anybody that needs it. So no matter what it is, who, you know, finding their own version, amplifying that and making it a good part of their life. So she works with me. We both do online coaching and we are just hopefully mid-March, beginning of April, launching group coaching instead because we have oh. a niche that is a lot of younger girls coming out of high school, beginning of uni that don't have the budget yep. to do one-on-one personalized training. So we decided that we were going to do a bit of a group coaching thing uh, where it's like you get your exercise program, but we're going to go in depth on the basic stuff, mm-hmm. how to fuel your body, the different types of training, finding training that works for you, stuff where, like you say, beginners that don't really know or people that have kind of done dabbled here, dabbled there, but aren't sure. So yeah, that's really exciting. So that's coming out, as I said, hopefully uh, middle of March, beginning of April. Um, yeah, six to 12 weeks we're going to do it for and yeah, really excited. So That's so cool. Yeah. Have you ever, um, like, do you have contact with any high schools and stuff or it's more just like that age group? I want to. I think, to be fair, I'm which I'm kind of glad about, I think we still need more qualification to yeah. kind of jump into that. Brooks got sport and exercise science degree at uni, um, but schools, which I think is great, are a little bit more aware of who they let in and out now, yeah. especially because of COVID and all that sort of stuff. True. But that is a goal further down the track because, again, I've got four sisters. So for yes. me, like, the little girl is all I kind of think about of, like, if we can just – you know, kids are so receptive. Kids are like sponges. You tell them things, they absorb it. So – a lot of kids don't have good home lives because a lot of people, I think, don't forget that being a parent's a responsibility and a lot of mums and dads are quite insecure about themselves and their food and the way that they move. And that gets Impacts. pushed onto their kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if I could be a voice and Brooke as well, be a voice for little kids, little girls, guys too, in schools that it's like just reminding them to move their body, to make them feel happy, to totally. eat vegetables, to make them feel good, you know, things like that. If we can just plant that seed and hopefully watch it grow, I think, you know, it's something that I would love to do, um, but yeah, further down track. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That it's sounds so exciting. Makes me feel good that there are people out there doing that. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, I can sit back and go, great. That's, yeah. that's being ticked. Great. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, and, and we'll share your posts and we'll like hype you up. Oh my God. And we, you know, I remember there was a university study done that I, it was ridiculous talking about body image and little kids started as low it's like preschool of kids why is she bigger than me why is she smaller than me why is she got a tummy and I'm like 
Oh my god! Like, and I honestly think, like you say, with social media, it's only probably gonna get worse before oh, it gets right. better. Yeah, and because like, they don't like even people our age. No, you you can't comprehend that like someone on a screen is real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like little kids are looking at like Kim Kardashian and like oh all my of god. that. Yeah, going like, oh my god, she's amazing. Like yeah. she's. I don't know. This, she's this like, is what it's supposed to look like. And yeah. even read something else as well. And I make sure there's usually some form of evidence behind what I read. But it was talking about Disney characters and characters, cartoon characters. And it was like 70-something plus percent of cartoon characters, if we're put in specifically female, in real life size would be underweight. Wow. So even the, the proportion oh of, so of Disney princesses, of yes. Barbie, as we, as we all know, growing up with that, even small things like you forget what you see you think is normal. So, so like, true. you know, and again, there's also people that we work with that are underweight. They struggle to gain weight. So there's, you know, there's so many aspects, but if majority of what is specifically females, because that's who I work with, see that, I'm not surprised that people have issues. Yeah, it's like conditioning. Yeah. Like you're just being conditioned and to be, think something's normal. Yeah, and know? because kids are so young, are stuck with iPads in front of their face and phones in front of their face. If you're watching cartoons and movies from that little, like my mum was so big as us as kids of like, no, you've had enough TV, get outside. Yeah. Like, go and do that. Whereas I find more and more now, it's like you're having iPads at three. Yeah. Yeah. We've got an episode actually on developmental yeah. and educational um, psychology. Psychology with, with children in particular. And it's so interesting. Like, yeah. yeah, how much they absorb those early stages of their developmental yeah. years, how important it is to feed them the right information. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It breaks my heart thinking yeah. that there's little girls comparing themselves well, yep. this is why we have Chloe Brummage here <laughs> to save the day. <laughs> in hearts. <laughs> yes, I love that. Well, Chloe, we wanted to end our chat with some fun. Yay. Um, we're going to ask you four unknown questions in a would you rather format. Okay. So get ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Question one. Chloe hasn't seen any your, of these. Your smile is like, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I love it. I love seeing what people come up with. Would you rather never be able to lift weights again? Mm-hmm. Or never be able to drink coffee. Oh, guys, you knew. <laughs> I literally that was, was tailored like, towards me, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Out. <laughs> you know what? I'm literally going to say coffee. I really? The gym for my mental health is like fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. I love it. And it makes me feel so good. And even though I love coffee... I don't know. Oh, that hurts. Oh, no. I was going to write. Try. I was going to write a cappuccino with extra, extra chocolate. chocolate, and then I was like, mm, no, I'm just going to go coffee in general because you'll probably be like, oh, I'll just have flat white. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that. No, that's hard. That is hard. I wouldn't like to choose that. Yeah. Alrighty. Second question: Would you rather coach only one person to their 100% potential, so they're like fully thriving, like mm-hmm. amazing? Or coach hundreds of people, but them all only reach 70% potential? I'm going to say one. I think my biggest thing, and especially what I dislike in the online coaching business, is that everyone's how many clients can I get for a buck? And my thing is, no, that's not the job that you're in. Your job is to make somebody's quality of life better. And yeah, money's fantastic, but in my own person, like opinion, if you're going to do something, do it properly mm-hmm. and coach someone. You know, and I, get, and I don't think everyone opted, like, you know, works 100% optimally but if you can push someone there and I could do one at a time one or the other I would choose that Mm -hmm. love that all right question three would you rather have to wear trainers everywhere you go or stilettos when you sleep everywhere so everywhere I go as well as like when I'm sleeping well, or everywhere like, you go, like if you go out and you, you dressed up, you have to wear trainers every time when I sleep I love sneakers absolutely I have so many pairs but 
I love wearing heels when I go to dinner. So <laughs> there you go. I mean, you you got sneakers on now. I was like expecting your answer to be just like you know. No, nah, but I literally like when my year twelve formal dress. I like begged my mom to let me wear like Doc Martens. I was like, I don't want to wear like. But I think I think I'd have to go sleeping in stilettos. I could deal with that. Yeah, so what funny. a sexy life to live. Like, I, I know, know right? I'm pretty fabulous. So swag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, last question. Yeah. Would you rather forget your earphones when you're going to work out or forget to take your pre-workout? Forget to take my pre-workout. I'm pretty high energy, like, as it is. I don't, I don't really need pre-workout. Like, my boyfriend is warned. If he sees the pre-workout and then I go to have coffee, he's like, oh, my God, we're in for a good day. <laughs> so I don't really need it. So I would rather take my earphones with me to the gym any day. How bad is it when you forget oh. your headphones and you have to listen to shitty gym music? To be fair, like... the world gym that I go to has decent music. Oh, if there's like, good. And it's really loud, so it's okay. But any other gym I've ever been to, it's trash. Yeah. yeah. It's, no. oh, my God. I feel like they're renowned for trash music. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like why is that that's the thing that's the trademark how many crappy songs can i put in one go play Let's who's responsible for marketing here because like you would think yeah you would be yeah, and it's a selling point right yeah. this gym has great music yes and it's I can like a vibe you. too like oh. it's very subjective though isn't it like yeah, it depends, yeah. Who, depends yeah. what you like and yeah. what you listen to well i always know when there's like the older guys on the desk and then like all the dads in the gym there's like always some like acdc yeah. going on like yes. some bon jovi but there's like doof remixes of it as well <laughs> that's a lot oh my god just speaking before about forgetting your headphones at the gym do you remember going on the school bus and forgetting your headphones and it was like uh, the world's worst thing ever yeah. and forget little mp3 players oh well i don't know did you did you yeah, have well, those do you remember the, i literally said to my, my like little brother shuffle? found one my little brother's 13 goes what's that they oh didn't know but the nano the nano they didn't know but the ones before the nano were like the little usb white usb ones. things with like yes. 30 song capacity yeah or something. and, you, and yes. it had literally like play pause and then skip that was it yeah yeah, that yeah. Was it. and i remember getting one and i was like this is the greatest day of my life. Like, are you <laughs> yeah. joking? Like, I get to plug it into my mom's computer. Like, yeah, and my brother's like, what's this crap? Like, while he's got his, like, you know, Xbox. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Like, you oh. don't understand. Yeah, it was iconic. Or when you could buy, like, the video clips. Like, I remember the first one I bought was Hot and Cold by Katy Perry on my purple iPod Nano. And I, like, yes. watched it so many oh. times. Because video clips are, like, a thing now. I feel like oh. they're not anymore. Yeah, yeah no, they're like, not. Like, hey. people still make them, but I feel like yeah. I don't remember the last You know one. what Spotify needs to do? This is so off topic. But Spotify <laughs> needs to, like, because they play, like, images that. Yeah. kind of move but they need to play the full video, video clip. clip yeah I mean, like, it's wasted, wasted opportunity yeah. it's like a little gif yeah well, anyway moral of the story <laughs> Joe chloe headphones. would rather bring her headphones yeah. <laughs> take no shitty gym music out here guys do you even take pre-workout yeah i do yeah. so uh, did you guys see the daily skull so there's a thing on my instagram mm. that one time i like skull pre-workout to like hype myself up and then it became this thing where like everyone started tagging me in their daily skulls so everyone was like drinking pre-workout like sculling it and tagging me and it was great i was like oh this gosh. gets people hyped for the gym like let's go i yeah. love not the internet I, yeah but also not that i also promote like over <laughs> stimulation and too much caffeine but there's worse things that you could overdo it with so yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. if you're totally. doing it if you're doing it properly. it's all a bit of fun yeah yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. Where can we find you? Where can everyone find you and health hyped as well? All my Instagram. All my links will be in my Instagram, my Instagram bio. I probably should use more platforms, but I just, I'm not that tech savvy, you know? So anything you need, it's at Chloe Bromwich, which I'm sure will be in the show notes anyway. So come say hey. Love to have you there. Yay. Amazing. Thank you so much for chatting okay. with us today. We've loved having you on. And I'm sure everyone's going to get a wealth of knowledge out of today's <laughs> chat. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having Chloe. me. See ya. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review, and find us on Instagram at Some Would Say Podcast. Talk then.